listen, uh, people don't know, but we were supposed to film, what, three weeks? And it's extended to two months. Right. When they gave us the news that we were going to extend and I was going to miss the holidays, I went to the room and I packed my shit. Oh, my God. I said, I'm, that's it. I'm done. I'm over it. I cried. I yelled. I questioned my faith. Why is this happening to me? And my husband was like, "Mm -mm -mm, none of that. Dry your tears and you're going to stay. You're not coming home. I won't open the door. (laughs) So he maloxied you. He maloxied me. He checked me, girl. Welcome back to Big Queen Energy. I'm your girl, Nicole Rose, with the podcast all about the mindset of a true queen. I'm a semi-retired DJ turned podcaster obsessed with positivity, psychology, and manifestation. Here to support you on your journey to attracting your dreams. Let's get it. Hello, ladies. So excited to be back here with you on Big Queen Energy. We have a very, very, very special, special guest who's near and dear to my heart. And sometimes we joke that she's my sister from another mister. We will be talking about winning the big shot, breaking through fear, and letting faith lead with Maloxi Rest. Maloxi is a multifaceted media queen who's worked for major celebrities, AOL, Time Warner, and Condé Nast, not to mention actually won the big shot with Bethany with me. So excited to welcome you to the show, Maloxi. How are you, babe? Hello, hello. I am so excited to be here and so honored to be on your podcast. It's the first podcast ever, and to be with you, it's like... Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh my God, you're so cute. You're going to like make me tear. I'm, I'm like the cryy one, right? Like out of the show, I'm the one that just like has like emotional tears. Not more than me. <laughs> I cried a lot. Like you, you too. You know what's funny too, and you and I are like huggy, like we're emotional. Yeah. My friends from high school have this inside joke. They're like, "Oh, oh God, the huggy friend is coming in town this weekend." It's like, bitch, get over it. Okay, you needed that hug. I can be a stranger, so and I'll be like, "Hi," and I'll give him a kiss and a hug. And I always thought it was just, you know. I'm Latin and we're very kissy, touchy, huggy. We're friendly, yeah. Yeah, but then I'm like, wait a minute. No, that's just who we are. It's it's just, that's our spirit. That's our soul. That's just, because not all Latin people are like that, right? And you're Italian, so I'm pretty sure not all Italians go up to strangers and hug them and kiss them. But I do think, like, it is maybe more of an Italian or Latin thing. Though. Really? It, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people in my family are very friendly. Like, my sister will meet people for the first time and be exactly the same way. Oh, but then I- again, like, look at Wendy. She met me for the first time and was like, fuck you. <laughs> you almost got punched in the face. <laughs> I almost got punched in the face. Somebody, like, posted something on Instagram this weekend. And I missed it. And I DM'd him. And I was like, what did you post? Because he had tagged me in it a couple times. So I was like, what is this post? And he's like, well, I don't want you to get mad, queen. And I'm like, I'm not going to get mad. Like, what What was it? And he's like, it was a picture of you with a witch next to it. And he's like, we love, we stand Queen Nicole or something like that. But we thought she was going to throw Wendy in the cauldron. I saw it. I saw it. I was on your Instagram. I loved it. I was like, I'm glad it wasn't just us that saw it and noticed it. Right? 
I know. Yes, I yes. thought that was funny. But apparently I looked a little witchy in that like green hat and matching green like <laughs> leather ensemble that I was also dying in because I was sweaty as fuck up in that elimination. <sighs> but you know what? Let's just get right into it. We talked a little bit about your background. I want to get straight into the big shot with you. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite thing about doing the show and what was your least favorite thing? And they better be juicy. Okay, my most favorite thing. I think, uh, don't quote me on this. I, I'm not sure, but I think it was just all the creative challenges, right? It was like getting yeah. into like photo shoots and the, the video that you and I did together. That was great because that's near and dear to our hearts, right? I loved working with you on that, by the way. Thank I'm you. I'm so glad they Likewise. gave us the opportunity to partner up. You and know, I, I felt so comfortable. I was like, she has my back. She, like, she had all the titles. She's done. She's done this before, right? You you do this for UNICEF, so it's like, oh, yeah. What more perfect partner than Nicole to handle this, right? And and they didn't show this, but I got all emotional watching all these videos of you know the 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 rescue the, or the release that Bethany did. So you were like, girl, yeah. I got you. Like I got your back. I got this, and and I love that because I was like, you know what? That's how people succeed is when you have each other's back. You don't tear one another down. So that totally. brought me a lot of peace, right? So that was a favorite. And not to be cheesy, but to be honest, that was my favorite too. Was it? I mean, because we won. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that too. We won. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to be our favorite. <laughs> You're right, but you know, and and I met you guys, and not to be cheesy, but I'm I'm honest. Like, I adore you and Jenna and Brody and Ali and just all, even the ones that were that were eliminated the first night. We still keep in touch with them, and it's like a little family. No one can ever yeah. take away this experience from us right so we can just always like 20 30 years from now we could be like oh my god remember that night when we were freezing at four in the morning right this is our little big shot family and we have to have reunions like people have with like their high school and their college because i don't really <laughs> want to go to those I but it. i would go to this reunion especially <laughs> if bethany came in her like i don't know some all leather mcqueen get up <laughs> With a whip and just whip all of she, us. With a whip and just whipped us all. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I'm, like, surprised that. that she didn't actually physically beat us. No, I'm just <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, and then to answer my least favorite, and I know you could definitely relate to this, is the scenes where we had to shoot with us eating. Like, I was straight up starving. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you're going to eat now. I'm like, what do you mean I'm going to eat now? I can't. You have like 12 cameras in my face. I really want to shove this burger in my mouth. But we had to do it gracefully. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I want to eat. And I don't know if you did, but I would take two bites and just be like, okay, I'm done. I wasn't done. I was hungry. <laughs> I was starving no okay so I made the mistake of like order I feel like you were smart though and you ordered like salads or like fish or something I'm an idiot like the first day on set I was so hungry I was like carb I ordered a full-on fucking sandwich and there were followers DMing me being like I will never forget how you housed that sandwich so passionately and I'm just like it's so and I and I forget what episode it was it was like one of the like maybe like three or something but it's like like that was all I could see in that whole episode after people DM'd that to me I was like fuck like never eat a sandwich on TV oh my god no but I love that about you Nicole because you're the girl on the first date that will eat the freaking spaghetti right you'll be the girl that'll order a meatball sub normally I'm like that too right I don't care like my husband on our first date I had barbecue sauce going down my my damn arm I didn't give a shit 
But I was like, wait a minute. There's like, again, 12 cameras in my face. I am going to put like no dressing on this salad to make sure I don't have anything going down my face. So, it, but then Smart. again, we were starving. By the time we got to the hotel, we could eat like the whole house. That right, was but niece. it's too late. There's no food. Yeah, of course. exactly. It's not like it's not like you have a kitchen, right? So Nothing. I would have preferred to eat in privacy as well. But when that sandwich arrived, I was like, you're fucked. <laughs> I'm eating all of you, bitch. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. And, and, and being away from our family that I would never want to do it again. If you asked me, would you do this all over again? Absolutely not. Unless I could take my family with me. That was, it okay. was hard, Nicole. It was hard. So if you're doing another show, it needs to be like National Lampoons, I don't know, whatever, with Meloxi Resto and the whole fam. There like you, you guys are all getting in a trailer. You're traveling to the competition. Like maybe Nickelodeon yes. pops up. Maybe it's like go. a business competition with Nickelodeon, like there in Gek, Ponds and whatever. And like the kids are in yeah. kitty camp and you're, you know, in business camp. Yeah. Listen, Bethany called Bryn for business advice. I could do the same with my kids. Bring them all in. Wait, Let it be a family also, affair. Hold on. So does this mean you're not doing the amazing race with me? We're not, Maloxy and I aren't like traveling, scaling the country and like hiking and doing a triathlon <laughs> and like dying on TV. <laughs> I forgot about that. We did have a deal that we would do that, right? <laughs> I just feel like we're a dynamic duo. And I think there are probably, I mean, there's probably more than a few people listening that agree with that. I agree. Wait, how long is the amazing race for? I don't know. Okay. If anybody knows, DM us. Yeah. If, if you, okay. So let's do this. If you guys think this is a good idea, DM either me or Meloxi or you, or you can throw us both on a group chat. We yep. love a group chat. Oh, yes. We're here for it. We want to know if this is something that you guys think we should actually pursue. Let us know. We thought we were pretty good in episode five. I thought Meloxi obviously was amazing through Likewise. episode seven. Thank you. But you killed it. You kept your head in the game. And I think that's one of the things that I really want to get into here with you today. What ways do you think you grew from this experience? Like, is there a number one thing that you learned that you're like, this is invaluable to me in, in, in my future life? Of course. I completely walked away knowing that I can trust myself. Walking into yeah. the big shot, I second-guessed everything, everything I did. And and even Bethany picked up on it. She said it. Meloxi obsesses over everything. Yes, I do. Why right, is yeah. that? Because oh, my God, the wine. The wine bottle. When you <laughs> when you use the wrong wine in the kitchen. But meanwhile, I, I'm, like, giving her salmonella. But, like, we're so worried about your, you using the wrong wine. I'm about to murder everybody. I'm about to blow the house down. But your wine was kind of like a bigger faux pas, in a sense. But you know what? The, it was just a prop, right? But I couldn't say yeah. that. I was just like, no, my prop, my photo is we're having a dinner and there's wine there. I wasn't trying to throw in like, oh, this is Bethany's wine. I just used it, you know, as a second So you know piece. how Bethany is. If it's not branded, she doesn't yeah. want it. Yeah. That's I was just so caught up and having fun that day because it was fun, yeah. Nicole. Well, you know, we laughed a lot. We cried oh, a lot. We laughed we a lot. I think yeah. they showed it. I think they showed Like, I mean, that was, Bethany says it was, it was a shit show. It was. But like, that was the real circus was Wait. that episode. But, and I have to defend you on something because I know I've teased you on social media about it. But when I said like, Nicole, you can't be in a kitchen. Okay. What, and I don't know if we are even allowed to say this, but there was a, a, an episode where you and I made breakfast and you made the most remarkable eggs. And I'm not much Aww. of an egg person, but you killed that breakfast. So, yes, you belong in the kitchen. Yes, I put I that sausage you. in my mouth, too. You did a pretty good job. 
You did, I was really desperate at the time, hungry and horny, but you did a great job on the sausage, boo. I'm glad. I'm glad I helped you with the sausage, girl. <laughs> but no, and we, we had a great time. And, you know, Bethany killed us. She made it seem like, well... She didn't make it seem as though we sucked. We were we were struggling in that. We, we that were struggling. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it got so bad. Like I just don't, like everyone was just a, oh an utter disaster. But to be honest, it felt less nerve wracking because everyone was an utter disaster. So it's like you're right. You're right. Yeah, and that's why like I, when she called Wef- Wendy's muffins saggy titties, <gasps> like I like I couldn't even deal with it anymore. It's like this is just absurd. I give up. Yeah, she gave it to all of us. We we and we deserved it, and it was fun. Like that, I think that was the most fun that I was had. Fun. Right? We know that, or like when we all got to drink wine together, right? Like when we all got to like throw a glass back, and it was rose. I will say, wait, but we got to throw a glass back. But, the four of us, just the final four. Yeah, but then that was more emotional. Remember, there was I know, but it was for said. me. It was you're right. It was less funny, but it was like it was funny in the sense that like we were all fucking bawling. Yeah, like all of us were like, <laughs> "Wow, we actually have more in common than we think." Yeah. Like, I feel like we just hadn't had the chance to get to know each other, and I don't know. I was really grateful to have that opportunity. I mean, I like I thought Kristen was a robot before that. Like I, Kristen, only like I had only heard buzzwords. Literally, I'd only heard cliche sentences from like a marketing textbook out of her mouth before. Yeah. And finally, I got deep with her, and I was like, "Baby girl, yeah. is real, and yeah. I'm feeling it." And she's you know, so much fun. And I told her that too. I was like, "Kristen, you like when we would get from point A to point B, you know, behind the scenes, she was the funniest girl. Like she would crack me up." And I'm like, "Kristen, like you're really funny. Like you should be like this in front of the camera so America can know you, right?" So I think when we had the wine, we just all let our guards down. Yeah, it wasn't a competition did. anymore. It wasn't Nicole against you know Maloxi or Maloxi against Wendy or Wendy against. It, we were it was just, never you no. and me against each other. No, <laughs> that was like. I mean, seriously, like, did you? Okay, so let me ask you this: When you came onto the show, mm-hmm. did you was was building an ally premeditated for you, or were you just? I mean, we just. I thought we had a real organic connection, but I'm just curious, like. No. What like did you? Because in the, in some of the previous apprentices, people did build like Bethany. Bethany built an ally when she was on Martha Stewart's Apprentice with that John guy, guy or something. Yeah. I forget his name. Yeah. He was pretty smart. He was a little mm-hmm. maybe a little shady. I don't know. Maybe. But now we know that editing. But it helped her get to the top. Yeah, it did. But now we know what editing could do. The power of editing. So how do we know he wasn't really just a great guy? Totally. Right. Totally. So totally. But and she must have saw something in him because she's smart. Right. So she picked up on something in him that she thought if she partnered with it, they could go farther. And quite frankly, two brains is better than one. I agree. I totally agree. And to be honest and to be fair, we didn't know what we were getting into. We thought in the beginning, I don't don't know if you remember, but the first challenge, we thought we were working together as a group. Right. And we kept bouncing. I thought everything was a group. So I was like, oh, this is great. No, the producers are like, cut. Now you have to think for your own and have your own ideas. And I was like, shit, like this is real. Now we're all against one another. It's so much more cutthroat that way. I was expecting it to be like The Apprentice, to be honest. Same here. Same, same. But they they kept us guessing. And I think that's what added stress to the whole situation yeah. is that we wanted and like, to be And friends. like medicatable anxiety. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm glad you said I literally it. was like, I got to be on, I got to be like on some meds after this shit. <laughs> 
Like something is Girl, definitely fucking wrong with me. I like, I still have PTSD. Like I'm like one hundo. It's one hundo. And now I, I you know when I went on. I didn't know we were going to be friends. I mean, I didn't know what to think, to be honest. And then, you know, the first night happened and I, you know, I saw everyone there. Uh, first impressions. I think uh, I vibed with Ali immediately. Um, the cameras yeah. didn't show, but he saved me from multiple falls, you know, because I had high heels on and he was such, such okay. a sweet guy. Right. Great guy. And then I saw you and you had a lot of energy that day, girl. And I was already tired. It was past my bedtime. It was what, two in the morning? And you're like, hi. Dude, and I'm I like, was, what? I was so happy to be out of the house. Are you <laughs> kidding? I hadn't seen a human in like 21 days. That's right. That's what people don't under they don't know. We were locked up right. for weeks in quarantine. Locked up. Right? We were in quarantine. Keeping the people safe. Exactly. And while we were locked up in quarantine, I was mourning. I had lost a few people in my family due to COVID. So, and I couldn't... I'm so sorry. Thank you. I couldn't talk to anyone. I didn't know who was on the show. We didn't know if there was 10 contestants, five, two, one. We didn't know what we were facing. So when we finally get to the cocktail party and we see everyone, I was just like, oh my God, it's real. It's real. And I didn't think I was going to be BFFs with anyone. Right. Okay. So, so you, your plan was not to make an ally. No. Your plan was, I'm just going to do me. I'm going to kind of keep to myself help, but you're a mama bear. So obviously you help where needed, but you know, you were like, I'm just going to stay in my own lane. That's it. I was like, Bethany made an ally. This is Bethany's show. Clearly I should like follow her strategy. Right. Because I, I, I had studied Bethany going into the show, but I had no idea who that person was going to be. I thought it was going to be Ashley. Really? I mean, you were yes. just the most, you yes. were a very organic manifestation of that. I did not, I didn't come for you. You came for me. Remember when yep. I was like losing my shit in that photo shoot and you were like, girl, <laughs> you're on the verge of, an, of a meltdown and this shit's national. You're like, you go in the bathroom now and clean yourself up, child. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? At that moment, when I saw you in the bathroom, it was like the mama and me just jumped out. Yeah. I, I saw someone in need. I, I didn't even see you. I saw a soul. Right. Yeah. And I grabbed the camera guy, big dude, by the way. And I almost yeah. tackled him. I'm like, move. It's <laughs> like, where did that come from? But it's your mama instincts, right? And you, when you become a mama, you'll know. But I'm sure you have it already with Disco. I've seen how you are with him. But um, I, I only saw you, Nicole, and I I just like grabbed you and I was like, you're fine. And and I saw that in you. I saw that fire. And if you did not have it in you, I think I would have just said, all right, clean up your face and go sit down. But I saw yeah. that that drive and you and you was like, I'm good. I'm a queen. I, I got this. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Go out yeah. there and do it. And it was like like a switch was turned and you went out there and you killed it. After that, Nicole, I was like praising you. I'm like, this girl's no joke. I had so much respect for you after that. And I still do. You know, and, and it's like no one. I, I think I would have curled up in a fetus position and just cried after that day i doubt i doubt well thank you for saying that let me be gracious about the compliment because it means a lot coming from a lot of people commented on that but especially coming from you because you truly understand like the depth of the mm-hmm. shithole that I, mm-hmm. that I had dug yep. or had gotten plopped into or some combination of the two yeah so you saying that and then you recounting that whole experience right where i did you know i looked in the mirror and i was like okay you're right like you but what you did you prompted me you reminded me mm-hmm. that i needed to go back to my mantra and be a fucking queen and pull it together because I got this because I'm strong because there's nothing I can't do if I set my mind to it so all I really needed was 
just to see a little love from you know just just a friend and mm-hmm. and a, and that little mindset tip you know you were like snap back you got this you can do this and then I just and I pulled it together but I attribute you cluing me sometimes it's hard you know even for people who are pretty decently whatever evolved mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard for us to know to realize that we're spiraling right we're only humans got it and and you had what the cameras didn't show is you were going through so much already i felt like everyone was right. targeting you and they just didn't understand your energy right yeah and i'm just right. like mm, no there's something to this girl and no matter what people threw your way, you were never rude. You were never nasty. Thank you. And that's why I was like, I'm taking her under my wing. I don't give a shit if I make enemies here or not. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's so brave of you, too, though, because you're like, well, this girl is like getting shit from a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And so if I al- if I partner up with her, it's probably going to bring a little bit of shit onto me. Mm-hmm. But she's also a hard worker. She- pretty smart yeah so maybe it works and 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 then and then and then look it worked it worked out for both of us right I mean it's not to be honest in that photo shoot like I was like to get to where I got to you know being in seven episodes after episode two Mm -hmm. when I literally was like I am a failure at life if I get kicked (laughs) off the show right now and I don't even know why you know like and like so to make it so for me that just felt like a win right at that point I was like okay changing the strategy yeah don't need to win the show just need to not look like a weak ass bitch and you weren't. for all the girls that like are taking some type of inspiration out of you know what we talk about and what we do here but that's because you, know? you stayed true to yourself Nicole you didn't change for no one you could have, right? You had every yeah. opportunity to say, all right, let me quiet down. Let me sit in a corner. Let me please everyone. You did not do that. You stayed in your truth. And eventually, everyone fell in love with you. At least I did and America did because first episode, second episode, my family and friends were like, what's up with Nicole? And I'm like, fall back. <laughs> Why are you and, friends yeah. with her? What the fuck? I'm like, fall back and give her a chance, right? Like, you'll see. Yeah. You'll see what I saw. And then when you got kicked off, those same people were like, what the fuck? We love Nicole. Why is she going? I'm like, I told you. You understand? So it's like you stayed so true. Everyone saw how you are. And this is what I respect. It, with Nicole, You what you see is what you get. And that's why the, you, you don't sugarcoat anything, Nicole. You don't. You never did. Yeah, one. I'm not a fake bitch. That's You're one not. thing I'm not. And that's why I'm I respect not a fake bitch. you. And I know whatever I say to you, you're going to take it for what it is. You're not going to, uh, you know, process it and, and try to respond to it in a negative light. Because, I, again, yeah. I saw that happening to you and you would always respond with, thank you very much. <laughs> Even when the person is sending <laughs> I you I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank Thank you, Bethany. I appreciate that. And she's like, did she just, what happened there? Right? Because <laughs> like, you're not giving them the control on how you're going to respond. And everyone oh. went that way. Wait, you're cracking me up. Also, Wendy was like, I just want to let you know I don't like you at all. And I was like, I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> thank you. Anyone else would have been like, well, here. F you, B-I-T-T-H, right? That's how I think right? I would have responded. <laughs> But you taught me something there. That's why I, they show it too. My face was like, what? <laughs> what? What do you say? And then you would just respond. They're like, I, res- I respect your honesty. And I'm like, I love this girl. Like, where did she come from? But you taught me that. You taught me, to, you know what? No one is going to change the way I feel and the way I respond. Right? 
Yeah. And I, listen, much respect to you, Nicole. Honestly. I mean, God, no, but let me be a thank you. But like, honestly, some of that, like, I don't remember conscientiously. Like, look, I am a, I am a lover, not a hater at my core, right? But like, I don't know. There was something in me. Like, God was like shining through uh-huh. to being like, we're not going to let these people play you, yep. you know, because like the goal of Wendy, right, in that situation and probably Bethany too was to to get to knock me off my game. Yeah. You know, yeah. and but like, but I'm somebody who supports other women. That is literally what I have built my entire business on. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like I just I went in with the intention of just being me, that exact same person the whole time. And I am honestly, praise God, because I'm just like when I'm watching some of that back, like I, f- I forgot that she had even said that to me because it was so mean. It was. <laughs> it it was nowhere. very mean. And, and yeah, I, I, listen, I said it in the beginning of the show. I observe everything. I may not notice your hair is on fire. Seriously, I don't I don't observe <laughs> that. I'm that type of person. But I observe right. the way you move, meaning the things you say, the way you treat other people that I will always observe. So, you know, after that, I think after the, the photo shoot, I knew whose corner I was going to be on and who I was going to support and who I was going to cheer along. And after that, I said it. I was like, if this girl goes to the very end with me, I'm OK with that. I'm happy. I actually wanted that. And you did. You made it to episode seven. That's great. Well, I'm so grateful. Still, I think back on that moment, right? And I know we kind of, I was like you saving the picture of that thank you note I wrote you, which was just literally thank you with a heart (laughs) because I didn't, you know, that was really not something that we were, you know, technically allowed to do. And Mm -hmm. I just, after you helped, just having your shoulder for five seconds in that photo shoot and you giving me that two second pep talk and me pulling in with you on it and being like, she's right. I got this. I can do this. I'm going back out there. Like that was so meaningful to me. And I just had to express my gratitude to you in some way, because you didn't have to do any of that. You could have been, you know, the opposite. You could have come over there and been a Wendy and been like, you know, you actually suck. And I don't know what you think you're doing here because you don't have what it takes or whatever, you know, you're right. But you did the opposite. And And a lot of people on reality TV might've done that. Yeah, and feed off of it and, and make you feel worse, right? And and just right, say and it'd be camera thing. time for them. Exactly. So, no, no, I, I get it. Yeah, I, I I don't I can't sell my soul like that. I'm sorry. And when you sent over the note, it was so funny because they were delivering I think my dinner. And yeah, I see Well that's how I knew I could yeah. get it to you. <laughs> exactly. And I see this beautiful hot pink post-it note and I'm like, what is this? I'm thinking as a receipt. Do I owe money? And then it's <laughs> Do I owe money? <laughs> Wait, you're crazy. That's a hilarious reaction. Do I owe a bill? What is this? And then it said, thank you, Nicole, in the heart. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm all about gratitude, Nicole. Like, seriously, like, you could give me a little weed, like, not weed, like, to smoke. But I mean, like, a flower that's just, like, grass. And just, I'll save it. I'll be like, you know, this is May such and such of 2021 is when Nicole and I went for a walk. I'm just so grateful for the little You're sentimental things. Yes. Yeah. And I kept it in my Bible because I had my Bible with me at the hotel. And, and and I sent you the candle that said I'm a fucking queen. Yes, which I haven't posted and by Jenna. the way because I was going to post it after this. But, <laughs> but well, I whenever there's it. no pressure, I just wanted you to have it. But if you do post, tag the brand. It's a female founder from Brooklyn minority. She works super hard. Really? So okay. For she, sure. Yeah. Count me in She's on that. Taisha. It's worth it for Taisha. Yeah. Send me her info. But yeah, it was it was that it was the you 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 showed you know 
that you were grateful. And I was just like, this girl, man, she just keeps surprising me. And I kept it in my Bible. And, and you know, I, I used it actually to hold my place as a placeholder when we had our difficult moments filming. We Right. And so, okay, so that's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. So when, you know... It was hard. You're, I'm not the only person that had experienced fear during this, right? Especially oh, no. as, as time went on, the stakes got higher for you because you're, you know, you're out of work. You're not being, you're out of your day job. You're not being paid. You don't know if you're going to win. Mm-hmm. You're the breadwinner for your entire family. I that was like, I mean, I had respect for you already because you were a friend. You were honest. You were helpful. You were kind of a mama bear. But then when I learned all of the things that you do for your own family, I was like, whoa, yeah, I'm going to bend it, over it, backwards for this girl too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. What helped, like, helped you keep going in the face of the fears that did pop, you know, that popped up from time to time? Like, was it the Bible? Like, tell tell me more about that. So, is there a mindset hack? Is there a mantra? Right. So I um I have this affirmation, which is I am. Okay. So whatever follows, I am will always come looking for you. I always believe that. So I I'll say I am healthy. I am blessed. I am going to win today's challenge. I always make sure it's positive, right? And I always said this to myself. I don't know if the cameras caught it. Sometimes you think I'm talking to myself. I'm not talking to myself. I'm really just saying this out loud so I can believe it myself. But going into this, all the stakes were 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 high, Nicole. My husband had two businesses that we both what we lost both of them to COVID. We have to close doors. Right. And I'm so sorry about that thank, too. Thank, but you know it's a blessing in disguise because we spent more time together. I have not been able to be at home since my children were born. My first son. I took the first year off to to, you know, be with him. And after that I just been work, 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 work. Yeah. Uh what people don't understand is yes, I live in New York. It's 45 minutes north of the city, but commuting door to door is two hours each way. That's insane. Four freaking hours a day I'm missing away from family. By the time I get home, I'm exhausted. I'm just like, don't want to deal with it. I will eat and put my kids to sleep. So the we fact- We got to move you out of the mountains, girl, kid. take me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you like it up there. You I like mean, it. You I like to hide peace. out. I, I love the peace. I, I won't lie. But, you know, leaving- like I said on the show, I never left my children ever, ever. It's just like this mommy guilt thing. But when I, I decided to leave, my little guy said to me, mommy, why are you leaving me? And I said, baby, mommy just wants to get a better job. And he goes, but you already have a job. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to get Aww. you more things. You know, you try to make it cute for them. Like, oh, you just want to get you the action hero figure that you want it. He was like, well, I don't need none of that, mom. And I'm like, oh, God, you're making this so much worse for me. And I'm like, okay. So then being away, I just kept remembering his voice. Like, mommy, I don't need that. I just need you. So I said, I have to win this. Damn. I have to. That's going to mess with you. It messed with me every day. And watching him on FaceTime, the times that we did have our phones to see our family and talk to our family. Yeah. And I was like, I have to come back with something. I can't just say, that, hey, babe, mommy was away for two months and it was fun, but I didn't win. And he was like, well, what the hell did you do that for? You know, so I there were times. Listen, uh, people don't know, but we were supposed to film, what, three weeks? And it's extended to two months. Right. When they gave us the news that we were going to extend and I was going to miss the holidays, I went to the room and I packed my shit. <laughs> I oh said, I'm, that's it. I'm done. I'm over it. I cried. I yelled. I questioned my faith. Why is this happening to me? Yeah. And my husband was like, Mm-mm-mm, none of that. Dry your tears and you're going to stay. You're not coming home. I won't open the door. <laughs> So 
He maloxied you. He maloxied me. He checked me, girl. He maloxied you. He checked me. And my kids were like, Mommy, we're fine. Finish what you went out there to do. That's what kept me, you know, at peace. And of course, reading the Bible. I would journal every day. I would get back to the hotel as soon as we were done filming. I would write everything down. I would pray. And, you know, it could be the shortest prayers. It could be praying when I was washing my hair. But it was just asking God, you know, you brought me to this for a reason. Show me what the reason is. Please guide me because I cannot do this alone. And I couldn't, Nicole. I was so afraid. I've never been so afraid in my life. To the point and on camera, I was sometimes shake because I was so afraid. But then when I let go of the control and allowed God to take over, everything changed. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun from this point on. Yes, I was still afraid, but I, I just released that control. And it, it I don't know. Every, something changed. I can't explain it, but it made sense after that. It really did. So I think once you have your faith and you have a good support system, writing things down and manifesting, I'm a strong and big believer in that. You have control of your destiny. You really do. I came from nothing. You know that. I came from absolutely nothing. Right. The meanest, toughest streets in New York. And look where I'm at today. I'm not a millionaire. You know, I'm not super duper successful yet, but I will be there. And it's all what we make of our life. The time we have on this planet is what we make of it. I love that. I'm uh, I'm going to make a quote card for you that says, I'm not a millionaire yet, but I will be. <laughs> I will be, girl. <laughs> Yeah, it's listen, it's all what you believe and what you put out there. If you're going to go ahead, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm with you so much on that. I think I, I, so I laugh sometimes because I think we truly are like sisters. We have such a beautiful friendship. We had, uh, we had a great partnership on the show. We both were there for each other in different ways and supported each other. And, and I think what we can both agree was some of the hardest weeks of our lives, you know? Yes. Yes. And we'll, we'll always share that, you know, always. no. Yeah. Like, sorry to our husbands. Sorry to my future <laughs> husband, wherever the fuck you are. <laughs> I'm going to be closer with Maloxy. Just letting yeah, you know. Sorry. No, no boys listen to this podcast. So that's fine. <laughs> but um, unless they're gay and we love you. Um, so point being, though, I think we might seem like, I think, you know, on the outside for whatever reasons, for superficial reasons or whatever we, or our careers or whatever, we might seem like an unlikely pairing of besties and friends and and good work partners or whatever. And it's like, when you dig down, we're really all about the same things. We're about equality, Mm -hmm. opportunity, Mm -hmm. empowerment, love, and faith. That's it. And so do you remember when we realized our spiritual connection? It was insane. To this day, I'm like, So, so this was the whole reason. This was the whole reason. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I, you put, you kept me in check in that photo shoot, but it was less about spirit. You're not going to talk to someone you don't really know about some of the stuff that you and I talk about now because we yep. know that we both, you know, have a very similar faith and very similar beliefs. But you put that. It's so funny to me to know that you put that napkin in your Bible, and then months later, when you and I were going through some of our own stuff, and we were having a sidebar conversation over text about it, I literally sent you a passage from the Bible, and you're like, oh my God, what? You're like, yep. I put your note (laughs) in the Bible. So it's funny how the universe is so connected like that. God wanted us to know when it was the right time. Like, this is why I brought you girls together, and this is why I think on the show, we made a connection. We didn't really realize it at the time but we right. did no it, it started we coming it. out but yeah, yeah not we, we didn't did realize it. it till later 
And it was all based on faith, Nicole. Like, you walked away from your DJ gigs and all the other things that you do, right? I walked away two months from a job with no pay and not guaranteed when everybody was getting laid off from my job that I was going to walk back and have something. It was all based on faith. That's it. That's terrifying. But I I actually... So it's funny that you're saying that because I did a lot of meditation prior Mm -hmm. to coming to this filming experience to just check in with my intuition to make sure that this was right for me because I had been involved in other entertainment projects that I later realized were were very wrong. And I just didn't want to do that again and waste my time. You know, because everybody's time has... A value to it, as Bethany would like to remind us, you know, time is money. And and listen, everything happens for a reason. I strongly believe that. We haven't figured out our reasons yet because I think this is so much bigger than the big shot. This is bigger yeah. than, than us. This is bigger than Bethany. We were brought to this for a reason. And I think slowly it's unveiling itself. Totally. And by the way, too, I just wanted to, I want to make sure everybody heard you on this. It's kind of related But you said, I asked you what the number one best thing that you learned from filming The Big Shot was. And you said that it was to trust your gut. And and really, maybe that's also to trust your intuition or a higher Mm -hmm. power or God or the Holy Spirit. Or, you know, once again, it could be whatever anybody believes in. Because I think, yeah, I think this isn't this isn't like a Christian faith conversation. This is general spirituality conversation but it's funny that you said that when I asked you because I have actually given that exact same answer as the number one takeaway that I had from this too yes and so and I didn't I don't think I've ever told you that maybe you've heard me say it no I haven't so the reason being is because Bethany operates so much from her gut too yeah and I just I had never I didn't know that was like appropriate because I don't know that many creative entrepreneurs right it's like everybody's like a doctor or a lawyer or you know an accountant or a finance person like I just I didn't know that was like a thing people did. So it's just so interesting that that was one of your takeaways too. Can you like extrapolate on that as she use a big fucking vocab? Where, where did that come from? Can, Can you, you extrapolate that? on that, please? <laughs> Mr. Mrs. Sounds. President? <laughs> oh my no, God. No, but seriously, so. I know people want to know more about that. <laughs> I come, listen, I come from corporate. I've been in corporate since I was what, 20 years old. And I work with the biggest leaders in media and entertainment. And when they make a decision, they have a a whole board around them, right? The whole C-suite is there and meetings and they dissect and they have spreadsheets and, and PowerPoint presentations just to make one simple decision. So I, I'm thinking that's how we should be in life right. in general, right? So right. when my kids are born, what, what formula am I going to feed them? You know, there's like 20 on the market. Let's read. Let's do research. I wouldn't trust myself. I, I was always afraid I was going to make the wrong decision. Where's the spreadsheet on this? Where's the research for the, the dumbest things, Nicole? The dumbest mm-hmm. things. And half the time when I would bet on myself or make a decision, I was always right. But I was just so afraid to take that initiative. And going back to corporate, if you make one decision and it's the wrong decision, that impacts so many people, right? So now we're walking into Bethany's brand. This is Bethany's bread and butter. This is everything to her. So imagine us walking into the big shot and making a decision that makes absolutely no sense for Bethany to catch on and America to watch. We can't backpedal from that, 
right? So right. it's it's like the cameras are in our face. We can't hide under a desk like we do in corporate and fix it. So it was that fear of failing all the time. I was all, I, being the the breadwinner in my family is, doesn't stop there. I come from a very big family, like I said before. My grand my grandparents had twenty eight kids, which means so when, crazy. It's insane. That's another podcast. I saw though, comments but. about that because I mean <laughs> that is just insane. shocking. Yeah, I had to whip out the pictures. But I'm the person that all my cousins come to to make a decision. I'm the person that like fills out all the applications for my parents financial advice, anything. My niece and nephews come to me. So can you imagine that stress that people come to you for everything? That pressure, not stress. But let me take that back. I'm sorry. So I always want to make sure I don't fail anyone. I don't want to fail. So are you going with your gut or were you not before and now you realize that you can? Now I go. Now I, can. Now I go with my gut because now I know that it's okay to do so. You know what's funny? What? I, I always used to use my gut in giving other people advice because I felt like that would just come to me. It's harder to do that for myself. No? Or what? Do, what's your thought on that? I think you're right. You're right. You know what? It's funny you asked me that because someone asked me a question yesterday and I was able to answer her right away. And she was like, oh my God, how how did you come about, you know, just knowing that so fast? And I'm like, I don't know. I just, it's a gut feeling. And my husband overheard the conversation he goes why can't you make decisions like that for yourself why can't you go on your gut when it comes to yourself and i'm why like can't he take a xanax i don't know i'm just kidding we love him we love him yeah like no he's he's taking too many notes this is not good he's using it against me but you know you're right and i'm like again is is that it's the fear of failing and and when it comes to me like i, I don't i trust my gut I just don't trust myself. Does that make sense? I can trust my gut because my gut's never wrong, but it's just my brain I don't trust. Okay. Okay. Your brain. Okay. Because I was like, well, your gut is inside of you. So um, (laughs) that's the same thing. But your brain, your brain might overthink it. Your brain might calculate it so thoroughly that it actually miscalculates. Because the fear. It's fear-based. And I feel like your gut is your heart. When you go with your heart, you're never wrong. True. I think so. Unless you're dating, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's not get into that. I don't know how many hours you have to record this podcast today. We've done some other episodes on separating intuition and fear, guys, just for anybody who's like, I really need to hear more on this topic. Yeah. Scroll scroll back in the feed. If you ever want to interview an amazing Reiki healer, which is one of my best friends, she's the one that has taught me to listen to your gut. Because it's never going to fail you. We so. definitely need to do a Reiki episode soon. I have a Reiki healer too, but I can certainly talk to more than one, I think, down yeah. down the road. There's different topics that we could uh-huh. pull pull their brain on. No, pick their brain uh. on. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like 5 p.m. somewhere right now, and I haven't even had a glass of rosé. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, I can only find the big words like extrapolate. Like, what I the hell want, is wait, wrong with me? I still want you to spell that for me, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. E-X-T-R-A-P-O-L-A-T-E. And you know if that's wrong, we're going to get a lot of comments. Okay. I think it's right. But, you know, someone will let, for sure let us know if it's Good. not right. Yes, let us know, please. So, yeah, the, I listen to my gut now. And if I get it wrong, it's okay. I don't always have to be right. I'm okay with that. So it sounds like two things. You're listening to your gut now and you're relinquishing more fear or more of that perfectionist ideal. Correct. Correct. We don't need to be perfect. We're only human. 
No, <laughs> I for one am really not perfect. Like just but really I not love perfect. That about you, you're I perfectly mean, imperfect. That's I've tried to embrace it my whole life because I just like I, I learned like at a young age that I wasn't going to make everybody happy all the time because my parents uh-huh. were so different. And I could like I could make one of them so happy and then the other <laughs> one would be like having an absolute conniption. So like I, I just had to pick who seemed like they could offer me a better time that day, you know? <laughs> I need to meet your mom, by the way. Or who bought better shoes, right? I don't know. It's like, it would be, I would just base it on the flavor of the day. But um, yeah, sometimes you couldn't win in my household. So I just got really comfortable embracing myself. And, and you know, it's, it, it's nice that you acknowledge that because that was one of my goals. You know, I always say that my goal is to entertain and empower women by being fearless, authentic, and magnetic. That's my purpose, actually. Yes. This yes. is actually a beautiful lead into a question that I have for you. But go for it. My purpose has always been to entertain and empower women to be more fearless, authentic, and magnetic. So for me, if I want to do that, I better go on this fucking TV show and be that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, how do you do that? You just be it. The best way to empower other people is not to tell them all about it, just just to show them, you know, and say, look, I was a lunatic in half of the episodes, and guess what? (laughs) Nobody sent me to Guantanamo yet. It's crazy. (laughs) It's miraculous. I am still living in Florida with all the other lunatics <laughs> oh my god i love you <laughs> i love you too but you know what i mean like you just after it. you practice the weird muscle right let's yeah. call it you practice the weird muscle you realize it's just like people don't really care that much they just laugh with you and maybe they laugh at you a little but like you laugh at them too you know because really your goal was just to make everybody laugh so who's winning you know now what? bitches I have to interrupt you. You're not weird. I don't want you to say you're weird ever again. Really? Why? The thing with you is you're not weird. You, whatever you feel or whatever you're thinking, you express it. We're always so worried about how the world is going to see us, right? You could give two shits. Whatever Nicole's thinking, Nicole's going to say it. And it just comes out in a funny way. That's it. Doesn't make you weird. You're just freaking funny. And your your energy is like a little high. It's a little higher. My mouth <laughs> needs like an Instagram filter. You know, like, I don't know, one that's politically correct or something. I don't know if the Instagram has made that yet, but I need one that like bleeps out all the F-bombs and like, you know, just runs everything to the middle a little like a politician. No, just kidding. That'd be so But boring. I have to tell you, you have yet to say something that has offended me. Well, I try not to, but I mean, look, Lord knows if I did at some point, I would like try to make it, you know, I would just own it and try to make it right. But, you know, once again, that's that whole not trying to be a perfectionist thing. But you and I have similar beliefs, though, right? I mean, so it I'm probably less likely to offend somebody like you where we care about loving other people, being genuine, Mm -hmm. you know, helping each other. That's, you know, community communication, all of that. Right. Whereas, you know, like someone like the devil in the red dress, like I, everything that I said made her so angry. Like literally. I understand why I honestly, I'm still to this day trying to figure that out. You never did anything or say anything to offend anyone on that show. But she tried so hard to like pull it threads somehow so but i mean but once again it was like something about my energy you know or my aura or the fact that i you know it's it's really that when you're a big personality some people aren't comfortable with you living in the fullness of who you are because they aren't there yet and i want that for them 
And that's yeah. why I made amends for Wendy. She deserves to live exactly the life that she wants at some point too. And I hope that she will get there. You Got know? It. Yeah, you're right. Truly. Have you ever read this quote? And I know I'm totally going to butcher it and get it wrong, but it says something like my faith disrupts people's demons or something like that. Well, that sounds interesting. Yeah. So when you're happy and you're just like, nothing could take you away from your faith and you're just who you are, right? A, a kind person and someone likes you for no apparent reason. It's just something about your beauty. Your inner beauty is disrupting their demons. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So if someone dislikes you and there's really no like concrete evidence about mm-hmm. why they dislike you, then mm-hmm. that's disrupting something within them or shining a there light on some of the, it's shining a light on their darkness, right? Like there you go. Every, every minute, by the way, and everybody has a little bit of darkness. It's just that I think people like you and me, we just work on ourselves. We're, we're comfortable saying that, you know, we do the, some of the inner work when we can to try mm-hmm. to just be the best versions of ourselves. And once again, that's like not perfectionism. That's just that it's actually the opposite. It's recognizing I, I am not a hundred percent happy hundred, you know, seven days a week, 365 days a year. None of us Is that are. how many there are? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like, but like, but like we're, we're willing to just look at ourselves and do a little bit better. Of course. You and know, it's just work. Up, our, up our mindset game a little bit more. It's work. It's a lot of work. I'm not going to tell you I wake up every morning and I'm positive and everything is peachy and golden. No, I have my days where I get up and I'm cranky. My husband will say I have more of those days than others, but <laughs> you know, I, I'm not perfect, but I try to be kind no matter what, Nicole, there's no reason for you to not be kind to the next person. It's like Maya Angelou says, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. A Mm -hmm. smile is not going to cost you a million dollars. Smile, be kind to people, compliment them. I like your hair, you know, look out for, for, for one another. It's it's not the end of the world for you. Even if you're having a bad day, if you see someone in the street, you don't know if they're having a worse day. They could have just been diagnosed with cancer. They could have just lost a loved one. And whatever you do could either change their day, make it better or make it a lot worse. I just never want to be the reason why someone either hurts themselves or takes their life, God forbid, right? I want to be the person that people will remember like, oh my God, she was nice to me. She smiled, blah, blah, blah. Whatever it is, whatever the reason is. Totally agree. I'm so with you on that 100%. And that was why I wanted to talk to Wendy at the end and just let her know that I couldn't possibly know what it's like to be in her position. And I have compassion for that. Yep. And that was, and, and I mean that. And so I want her to find you. healing. Yeah. I, I love and, that. I you mean, know? when you did that, again, another proud mama moment. I was like, this girl, again, she surprises me. It's like, you didn't have to do that. You did not have to do that, especially the way you were being treated, which again, wasn't showed on on camera, but you dealt with that with so much grace and compassion. And that's why you're going to be blessed. I'm sorry. That's why so many good things come your way. It's just because of the way you are. Thank you, babe. I think it's one. So I've just tried to, to live by that. It's, you know, it's, once again, it's a thing in the Bible that you should be giving more than you receive. Of course. Hands down. And, yep. and I've received a lot in my life and I'm aware of some of my privilege, right? So, and, and obviously there were things that were not as easy in my life, of you course. know, but I, but I, I choose to see the glass 
almost full, right? The glass of rosé. I choose to see it spilling, (laughs) right? Overflowing with rosé. But, you know, that's just a choice, right, that we all can make. But some of us are obviously dealt a harder hand. But when you, you, just to be kind in situations, even when you're shown aggression, Mm -hmm. right? Or you're shown animosity and you're still giving back empathy, like that's a real test of character. It is. Anybody can be nice when people are nice to them. Anybody can do that. That's so easy. You know? But imagine being nice to someone or still smiling when they say, fuck you. Imagine that. For me, that was it. Right. And for me, this tested me. (laughs) Right. And it tested me so hard. And quite frankly, if, if you're listening, Wendy, I thank you for that. Because I really saw what I'm fucking made of yeah, yeah. by her testing me. Like, I thought that I could handle myself well, but but add in all that pressure, too. Mm. Who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Who the hell knows if you're going to crack and be some shittier version of yourself? And, you know, I, like, I think you and I both said, basically, we saw what we were made of in Indeed. this experience filming the show. Indeed. What people did not see, Nicole, and, and sometimes I have a hard time with the comments where people are like, oh, my God. Those challenges were so easy. Come on. Like, this is a kiddie show. And I'm like, you do not understand what we went through. You know, it it was, again, two months away from our families on lockdown. We couldn't talk to one another at all, right? So we go to the hotels. We couldn't speak. We couldn't be friends. The only times we were allowed to speak were when the cameras were on us. The challenges, we had, what, 10, 15 minutes to prep for each each challenge. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's not like you had a whole half day in meetings to review how you're going right. to complete this challenge. No, it was right there. Figure it out. And we're filming in 10 seconds. <laughs> we're like, A what? website you would build over six months. Thank not you. Three hours. Yeah. Did we even or have less. three hours? Desi? No, we didn't. It was we insane. Didn't. It was insane. Not on that assignment. Yeah. So Or know, any of the assignments, rather. But none. Yeah, I think, that, like... It, That's a really good point. And I think that the pandemic was certainly an added layer of like anxiety, you know, because we just didn't know that much about COVID back when we were filming. We we know more about it now. And we were in the heart of New York where the numbers were really high. It was the election. So there were riots going on around us. Remember that? I wanted to be on the streets, girl. I was so upset. Oh my God. I was like making Spotify playlists from my room, like in posting them on Instagram and being like, get out there with a bottle of champagne. And people were like, are you okay though? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Why would you think I am? It was like, people don't understand what we went through and they still won't understand after this podcast. It was just so surreal what we were exposed to. Um, you know, but we came out of it stronger. At least I could say I did and you did as well. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So I want to shift gears with you a little. I want to ask you, I know you're spiritual, right? We've talked about that. We've touched on that a number of times here today, but do you, what do you feel like is your purpose, right? I shared mine. I'm happy to say it again. If that helps you, I'm not trying to put you on the spot. No, 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 no. I'm glad you asked because after filming this show, I, it's like confirmation. I don't Amazing. Know, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. So if you come up with a better word for it, then by all means, share with me. But I feel oh my like God, we're doing a workshop. <laughs> I'm into it. All right. Give it I to me. I feel like I was put on this planet to rescue others. And let me explain. Um, three years ago, maybe four years ago, I was in between jobs and 
I landed in this one place and the pay was amazing, it, but it was a shit show, like literally a shit show. And I'm like, what the hell am I doing here? My purpose was to rescue a girl that was in that job. And she was there for 12 something years. She didn't know how to get out of it. She was being mentally, physically, emotionally abused by our boss. And it took for me to grab her by the shoulders like I did with that cameraman and shake her and help her to get out. She is so much happier now. She never saw her family for those 12 years that she worked for our previous employer. She was like, if it wasn't for you, I would have still been stuck. And Lord knows, be in a, in a hospital, like in the mental ward. She didn't know how to get out. And it, and it took for me to go in there and physically get her out. And she's so much happier now. She has a boyfriend. She, and then, you know, I went on to another job and the same thing happened there. There was a girl struggling. Was this it? Skinny girl? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally just messing with you. Just kidding, and, Bethany. Uh, although you're probably oh not God. listening to Big Queen Energy. Maybe you are. I'd be flattered. <laughs> and then with you, there I was. I, I was on Big Shot and... I rescued you. Like you did not that yep. I rescued you, but I just felt like ever since I was a little girl, Nicole, I always helped the underdog. I don't like calling it the underdog, but that's I guess the term that they use. I always befriended that one kid that was being picked on, or the kid that didn't have friends, or you know, someone that was someone was stealing their lunch, right? I was a very popular girl in school in school and I could have just been with the mean girls, right? But nope, I would see like the one kid that I saw with their heads down or always crying or being picked on and I would grab them and put them on my wing. So ever since I was little, that's what I've been. And I never understood. I'm like, well, you know, why is it that this keeps happening? And so, you know, my friends were like, that's what you were put on this world for. Like in this world, you're here to highlight that it's okay to be kind. It's okay to kind of be the popular one, whatever we want to call it these days, you know? But be kind at the same time and help those that are in need. And I I don't think twice about it. It just comes natural to me now. It does. And and what can I do with it for the rest of my life? I'm not sure. Am I going to continue rescuing people? Again, I don't know if that's the right word to use, but I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. You know, I, I feel like I do need rescuing myself at times, but there is a bigger picture, and I don't know what it is yet, but this is what God is using me for. That's beautiful. So I have had chills almost the whole time that you're talking about this, and since you and I are connected, you'll know that that probably means something. So I think you, you're on the right path, and I think I hope so. as you spend more time quiet and in meditation and prayer on this and just trying things out, that the the exact method that you will use to rescue people but also be compensated for your time because i do think that's important mm-hmm. um will hopefully reveal itself so if i, I can so. support you thank you let me know i'll give you a, a quick little tidbit some i, I don't want to put much out there because i don't want her to feel bad if she listens to this but i had a follower reach out to me um, a couple of weeks ago and she didn't say anything she just followed me and i think she sent a little heart i don't know what it was nicole that made me click on her profile. It wasn't an, a sexy picture or, you know, a picture of the cute dog, but I, something made me click on her profile. Her profile was private, but her bio said, I'm a loser um, and a mother of three kids. I'm like, why would she say? So I messaged, I DM'd her and I'm like, I see that you're following me. Thanks for the support. Do me a favor. I want you to change your bio right now. You're not a loser. You're an amazing mom. You have three little angels that you look after. So please change your bio. 
and say, I am an amazing person. And she was like, oh my God, like, I never expected you to even look at my, my profile, but thank you for that. I just don't feel that I am a good person. I just feel like I'm horrible and I have a low self-esteem. And two seconds later, I checked her profile and she changed it. She deleted that. I don't know. Good. I don't know why I reached out. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saved her from something. I hope I did. But if she's listening, I hope that she knows that, you know, we both think she's not a loser. There's no such thing. Yeah, she's loved. She's, and those yes. little kids, to, the, to those kids, she's the world. She is amazing. And to many other people that we don't know, you it, know, of, I think of we all don't realize how much we are loved. You know, oh, every, I think God, yes. everyone has gone through some period in their life where they've questioned their worth. They've, you know, questioned if they're on the right path, et cetera. You know, I think that's a really common human experience. And we tend to want to go inward when we're having an experience mm-hmm. like that rather than ask for help. Correct. Correct. Especially now with the pandemic, it just brought out so many ugly feelings inside. Right. So I just I I pray that, you know, our followers, if they just need a word of encouragement, DM me. Seriously, I, I, I get hundreds of DMs every day and I try to connect with every single one, because if you're taking the time to write to me, I appreciate it. And I'm going to do everything, even if it takes me a few days to to send you a message right back. But if you need words of encouragement, we're here. And now you have a mentorship, right? That you're doing, Nicole? Yeah. So there yeah, you go. Course. There you go. Like, And you're helping people with business consulting, right? I like am. the strategy of getting to the next, I am. And next he, level. And so people have reached out to me. So I did plug something onto my website where you could um, have half an hour with me or an hour. And listen, if, even if you want to talk about things that don't have to deal with business, I'll even look at resumes. I've helped a few girls with their resumes and their CVs and interview tips or just how to dress for a certain interview. Or even corporate strategy. You're not going to ask the girl who wore a crop top how to dress. So that's what you should go to Maloxy for. If you want to do the mindset mentorship, you can call me. They're a little bit different, the programs. Hers is business in nature. Mine is about purpose, figuring out your values, your affirmations, and building your manifest mindset. But they're both very valuable. And you know, you could do both. They are. And you can wear a crop top, but just put a blazer on top. That's it. I did have a blazer on top. I know, but, but you know. I know. I know. I know. Trust me, you don't have to tell me. <laughs> I know. That is, that's so funny. And I think too, I think, I mean, you, so I, this kind of goes into what the, one of the last things I wanted to ask you is you've talked in private conversations that you and I have had over the months that we've gotten closer. You've mentioned your mentors to me, and I know that you're big on mentoring others. And mm-hmm. then, you know, your program is kind of, oh, you know, it's like a one-on-one business mentorship to help people with one-offs, yeah. you know, resumes, getting to the next level in their career. So where do you think this, like, I guess now we know where this drive to mentor other people comes from because you've always been somebody that was like a natural born rescuer that Mm -hmm. you, you know, pulled for the underdog that you wanted to help people and lift them up. And I kind of feel that way too a little, but so I get that. But what about like, how did you go about finding your own mentors? Like it's, women don't typically mentor each other. So, Uh you know, for you and me to talk about it, I I just thought that was interesting because I have a couple, but one of them is paid, right? She's a business coach, Uh but she's incredible. Yeah. But like, you know, and and I think you and I mentor each other. I'd feel comfortable going to you to ask for strategy or business advice, but same here. Right. But there's not very many people that you can. Some of my friends, I'm like, oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> not, that they're, not that they're a mess, but you know what I mean. And no, I get it. And again, it's 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 all been a blessing, Nicole. It's I, I'm I feel grateful because I feel like God, source, the universe, whatever you want to call him, always has my back, right? So a year after I had my first son, I took some time off and then I said, like, all right, I have to work now. Um and I was looking for work and I met this one amazing woman who I call my friend now, one of my dearest friends. She is the president of National Geographic, Courtney Monroe. She was then the chief marketing officer um, at HBO. I met her. We hit it off amazingly. It was just like, oh my God, we were in love. That was when my son was six months. But I, I guess God was like, no, I don't want you working yet. I don't. So I didn't get the job because she hired someone internally. Six okay. months later, my son was one year old and she promoted her assistant and she, she needed people on her team. So she started collecting resumes again and she remembered my name. She goes, wait a minute. There was a girl I met six, six months ago. I went in for the interview again and again, we hit it off. And she goes, what are you doing now? I was like, you know, I'm taking care of my son, blah, blah, blah. But I need, I, I need a job and I don't have health benefits. And she goes, wait, what? You don't have health benefits? Right then and there. She picked up her phone. She called HR and she goes, I'm hiring a girl right now. Make sure you put her on the benefits immediately. As soon as I hang up this phone. Wow, I think that's, that's so the great. only time I ever cried during an interview. And I promised myself then and there, I was always going to pay it forward. This woman is one of the most respected leaders in, in media and in entertainment. And she the way she led people, Nicole, people to this day always talk about her. And she was always happy, always positive. She would chew gum and blow bubbles in meetings. And I'm like, who are you? Are you like a cheerleader? But she was just like, there's no reason to lead with fear. You have, we're all family here. Like you have to treat each other with love and respect. People that would clean the bathrooms would come up to me and say, how lucky I was to work with her because when she would walk into the restroom, she knew all their names. She knew their family's names. She would remember if a, a, one of their moms was sick. And after that, I was like, this is how I want to one day be a leader. I want to always be remembered the way she is, right? And and lead with kindness and compassion. And she always taught me like these little, you know, her little, her mantras. She had mantras. She would give me tips. She would give me ideas. When she left HBO, I cried like a baby because I'm like, oh my God, the one woman. Because, you know, they always said women are so hard to work for. And I didn't want to work yeah. for a woman, but she was completely different. I cried like a baby. And, and she was like, don't worry, because you have someone even more amazing than I coming in as your boss. And that's when Pamela Levine came in. Another badass, president of 20th Century Fox, CMO of HBO. And again, another amazing mentor. Like right now, I could drop everything and call her and she's like, what do you need? Let's do it. And no questions asked. So these are two amazing powerful women that lead with their hearts and nothing else do not get me wrong they're freaking smart as hell like they'll take any man down sorry guys but <laughs> in the boardroom they will take you down and pam has a mean poker face you never know what she's thinking but these women anytime a, a female comes to them for empowerment you're gonna walk out of that office with a lot more than that and life lessons along with it as well 
So I, those women are my mentors. I have some other great, amazing mentors as well from Time Warner and, and, and the great guys that have mentored me. But when I look back, these women are also moms, right? So they, we, we always learn that balance of, you know, work and, and, and love and take care of your babies, but also be fierce out there and don't take no bullshit. So these two women, but, by all means, they're everything to me. They're my dear friends. They're my family. And those are my mentors. Well, I don't, I mean, I don't want to say you got lucky because I know that your energy of rescuing others brought you people that truly wanted to lift you up. And I'm sure you've lifted them up in ways, right? Mentoring is a two-way street yep. when, when it works properly and is sustainable. But yeah, I think that's just so, so, so incredible. And I, th- I mean, they sound like, really boss women to have on your side. I think being in corporate America, that's rare, Mm -hmm. but also on the flip side of that, being in corporate America allowed you the opportunity to meet women that had made it farther than you. Whereas like people that work, you know, in a more creative or entrepreneurial role or more, you know, company where people aren't as centralized, you know, it's harder to find mentors and stuff. So I think that's why the work that you're, you know, doing was starting to mentor some women and on, you know, on their careers and in a business sense. And then just, you know, our, our mindset mentorship is so impactful because there's just not enough of it. There's There's not not enough enough of it. There's not enough. And you know, my, my best friend, my Reiki healer always says, that's your karma. You're so great with people that that's what you're attracting is great people in return. So whatever you put out there, ladies, is what you're going to get in return. So that's how I think I was able to attract two amazing mentors that are now, again, one of my dearest friends and family. I love that. Well, this has been such like a beautiful time together. I, I don't even want to get off. I but know. <laughs> I know you probably have to like put dinner on, on the table for the little rugrats. I know that your son wants his headphones back to go game with. <laughs> He's a doll. We love him. Standing outside my door right now, waiting for these headphones. I swear. (laughs) Before we get off, though, just thank you from the bottom of my heart again for your friendship through this whole experience. You are are my number one biggest win from the big shot. Thank you. Which I didn't think I was going to win, by the way. But thank you. That means the world to me. And it was a pleasure to be here. You and I talk all the time and it feels as though we never have enough time because we want to say so much more. But thank you for inviting (laughs) me and allowing me this platform to talk to your followers and your fans. And they're all amazing and beautiful. I love the comments that they leave on your on your Instagram. They're such loving girls. So I'm I'm honored to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you. That's beautiful. So before we get off, just please tell everyone what your Instagram handle is, your website, if there's anything else that you want them to know so they can connect. Uh, Of course. So my Instagram handle, it's my loves. Everyone thinks is my loves, but it's my M-I loves, L-O-V-E-S. It's a way to show all the things that I love, right? Which was my children, but now that we're public, I had to show other amazing things. So it's my loves, M-I-L-O-V-E-S. Or you could go on my website, which is Maloxy, M-I-L-O-K-S-S-Y.com. Or my LinkedIn, <laughs> which people, a lot of people have been finding me there as well, which is Maloxy Resto. Perfect. I remember how uh, we had a, didn't I get that wrong like twice when Which, I just, I thought I could spell it. Oh, my name? Your first name, the first night we met. <laughs> yeah, and you're, I wasn't that far off, but I was not on point. Everyone swears there's an X in there. 
there's no yep. x yeah that's what i thought yeah no, yep. no no it's it's yeah i love fooling people that way that's always the conversation for me that's another podcast as well <laughs> <laughs> love it well thank you so much my dear we will link all of her pages and profiles in the show notes so that you guys can connect with her if you loved what you heard today please remember to subscribe hit five stars maybe share it with a girl who needs to hear this advice today we'd be oh so grateful if you had time to leave a little review too you can add us on instagram at nicole rose stillings and at big queen energy pod we hope we brightened your day but that's all for now don't forget to tune in mondays in the am to big queen energy supporting you on your journey to fearless creation 